Oh, welcome back to Deeper Conversations with me, your host, Matthew Silvers. Today, we're doing something I have been dying to do for a hot ass minute. Um, I'm trying to hide this panel. There we go. Uh, look at my face. For- oh, no. Uh, you guys, I'm losing my voice. First of all, um, shoot. Okay. Okay, we're going to put in this last one. I'll show you guys me doing this really fast. Um, so today I wanted to look at my chart. By the way, let me just address something. The podcast is not coming out as usual. I have a shit ton of stuff that I'm doing. I am trying to get these out. I'm trying to record. I'm trying to do fun stuff. Um, I've also started a new job. So I've been acclimating to a new schedule. And it's just been it's just been interesting. Um, so I was born on July 11, 2000 today, we are going to do my birth chart. I have been dying to dip into the world of astrology. I have done some things. Um, I know some things, um, and I've been dying to know things just like what my signs are, how they intertwine with each other, who I may be compatible with. I think it's fun to entertain. I think it's fun to look at. I am not the bitch that's going to give you an excuse. Like I'm a Scorpio. No, I joke about stuff when I'm a bitch. Sometimes I'll be like, oh my God, my, my Scorpio rising is coming out. Um, love a good grinder note. Um, so uh, just keep that in mind. Like I don't use it for that petty shit that people do. I know a little bit, like I said, um, but I have this cosmopolitan article. Not that cosmopolitan is the best place to go. But I feel as though you guys should do it with me if you don't know, just to entertain it again. Um, I like this stuff a lot. I think it's fun. Um, so I'm going to read a little bit of the cosmopolitan article and then we will get into our charts. Hopefully, like I said, you guys will do it with me. We can do it together um, just because I really want to know what is what. So the planets, when you think of your sign, you're thinking of your sun sign. So my sun sign's a cancer. I know that. AKA where the sun was when the sun, where the sun was when you were born. But your birth chart also shows the position of the moon and the planets when you were born. And each of these signs also reveals something about yourself. I'm only really interested at the moment, specifically of my big three. This is where you shine the bright. Oh, the sun. This is where you shine the brightest in your life. This is basically what you want to be when you grow up, understanding which house this is place in can clear up many of your life path and career questions. The moon, your reactions, emotional needs, and comfort zone are all lunar energy. If you don't feel like your sun sign, look to your moon sign. It describes what you need to feel nurtured. P.S. If you were born before sunrise, that's me, 3.16 a.m., you have something called a night chart, and you may resonate resonate more with your moon sign. Whoa. Okay. Your mind, so Mercury, your mind, thoughts, and communication style are associated with the planet Mercury. The sign reveals how you express yourself, and it can give you the self-awareness to learn more. Venus is the planet of love, beauty, and romance. Its position in your birth chart indicates how you give and fall in love. No surprise, it's many people's favorite planet. Venus also describes what you feel you need to feel joyful and happy in your romantic relationships. And trust plus, tris plus your relationship with money. Uh, your sex drive is in Mars. 
your stability structure lessons and discipline are in Saturn. Your planet of growth and abundance is in Jupiter. Uh, Uranus holds if and how you can embrace the unconventional side of life. Actually, we'd be interested to knowing a couple of these. Neptune's spiritual healing and creativity. Um, if you have your sun or moon, it is by creating your dream world. It may become naturally interesting. Pluto indicates where you experience tremendous growth. Um, I don't know what rising means. And maybe your moon and rising signs. is So your sun's on your moon sign. And then you have your rising, which a lot of people resonate with. Um, I need to plug my phone in. Gee, y'all. Um, but I don't know if rising is a planet like obviously i know i'm not dumb like the word rising and that's not a planet but i don't know where that comes from um so you probably know your sun sign maybe your moon and rising signs too but you have every single zodiac sign in your birth chart even if you don't have any planets in it interesting okay stay with me your birth chart is basically a snapshot of the cosmos at the moment you were born including all 12 zodiac signs the zodiac sign the sun was in when you were born equals your sun sign. The same is true for every other planet from Mercury to Pluto. When reading your birth chart, look at the sign each planet is in you better to better understand the area of your life that planet rules. For example, you might be a guarded Scorpio sun, but if your Mercury sign, which rules communication, is in freewheeling Sagittarius, you might still have a tendency to tell it is like it is or even put your foot in your mouth. As a refresher, here are the 12 zodiac signs in a bit of each one. Um, I don't, we'll come back to this part when I know the rest, but I do know I'm a cancer. So the first water sign of the Zodiac cancer is emotional, caring, and compassionate. Um, I have been told, hold on, this placement brings intuition and emotional intelligence represented by the crab, which carries its house around with it on its back. Cancer is a natural homebody. I'm um, very extroverted. That one's a little interesting. Um, I will say I heard that cancer is the first sign in the Zodiac, maybe. Um, and I don't know if it goes by because I know my birthday is in July. So I don't know if it goes by month or like just based on where it starts. And I heard it started in cancer that I'm not quite sure. And I also heard that the, the rulers of the of the of astrology or Zodiac or something like that or of the world. I don't know. Um, but I did hear about that. I do know some about these. I don't know if they're in order. I would probably assume that they are. Um, I need to look up when is where, because I honestly know a couple, like I know most summer home, summer homes, uh, like summer placements. Like I know, because uh, my sister's a Gemini in June, my cancer in July, my other sister is a Leo in July, and I have a bunch of Leo friends. Um, and that's basically I know. And then I, from there, I know about the characteristics of more than just those. So like Leos, actually, I don't know a lot about Leos, to be quite frank. I know a lot about Cancers. I know a lot about Geminis. I know a lot about Scorpios, Virgos, uh, Aries, and probably that's it. Um, as you look at your chart, you'll notice a circle broken into 12 small sections with zodiac symbols and interconnecting lines. It looks confusing, I know. Let's start with these 12 sections called the 12 houses. Each house is ruled by a zodiac sign and planet, although they don't likely match up in your own chart. The houses explain which area of life a planet's energy will manifest for you, whether it's your identity, career, love, or relationships. 
For example, the first house is ruled by Mars and Aries, representing your personal drive and identity, regardless if you are a Leo or Gemini rising. This house explains your unique personality and why certain experiences happen to you. Okay, so I'm not quite sure how all of this correlates, to be quite frank. This is like probably a little bit more than I want to get into, at least at the current moment. Um, so let's just get into my chart, shall we? I'm going to take a two-second break, drink some water for a sec. Hold on. I'm unprofessional here, so let's be unprofessional. If you need to grab something, grab it, because we're going to look at our charts. If you need to put in your information, do that. I'm going to go grab my charger so I can charge my phone, because I have work soon, and I need a full charge phone. Thank you very much. You guys, I'm losing my voice. Uh, I'm working so much and I'm like screaming and yella, yelling. And I went to Kesha, I put up my Halloween decorations. So much has been going on. But I'm really excited, you guys. I have been wanting to do this podcast for so long because I really genuinely, I want to know. I want to know. So I brought up three charts. I want to know if they all say the same. Or if they say different things. Um, and I just want as much information as I can collect. So let's go to this first website. It's also called a natal chart. We just found out. It's called justastrologythings.com. Oh, no. That is not what is what happened. Hold on. I got a, can y'all hear me? I hope y'all can hear me. What just happened? No. Meeting. No. Hold Um. How do I get back to the, I am unprofessional. We're thriving. We show are thriving. Okay, I'm hoping you guys can hear me. I don't know if this disconnected or not. So, my son is in cancer. I knew that. I don't see rising on here, which I think is ascendant. I think ascendant is rising. So, my Gemini is in rising. I hate that. But my moon's in Scorpio. So, what are... Are those all... Water, hold on. I I genuinely only know a very small amount of information here. So we're going to Google something, some things. Water signs, fire signs, and earth signs. I want to know who's in what category. Okay, here's all the elements. Um, da -da 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 -da. Fire signs, Aries, Leo, Sag. So I don't have fire signs. I have two water signs, Cancer and Scorpio. And I have an air sign in Gemini. So my ascendant is in Gemini and my Scorpio moon, which they said that I might resonate more with my moon sign than my ascendant sign. And I don't want to shade on Gemini's like everyone shades on Gemini's, but let's be frank. I'm more of a Scorpio than I am a Gemini. I'm just putting that out there. What I find interesting on this chart is that a lot 
of my things are cancers. I have a lot of cancer in my birth chart. Um, what was, sorry, y'all. I typically don't smack, but these M&Ms are really getting me today. Um, where is, wait, what was that sign that I was looking at? Aquarius, I would assume is a water sign, no? No, it is not. It's an air sign. I just thought like the sign looks like water. So I don't know why. And aqua, doesn't that mean water? Why would it not mean water? Anyways, okay. Interesting. Do I have any, wait, water, oh, there's also earth signs. No, there's water, fire, air, and earth. Did I know that? I feel like I didn't know that. There's four, I thought there were three. I'm going insane. Okay, let's go figure some shit out, shall we? Um, if anybody else actually knows any more about this and is looking at this chart and wants to pause it and look at it and tell me, you're more than welcome to. Okay, so Gemini rising, moon in Scorpio. Oh my God, it'll tell me if I click it. <gasps> okay, Cancer is the fourth sign of the zodiac and people born under this sign are all about home. Cancers are roots, kind of people loving the comforts of family and home. Cancer is considered the mother of the zodiac. So people with this sign are typical maternal, domestic, and nurturing. Their family will most likely be large as well. Cancers are happiest when their home life is peaceful and serene. Traditions are very important to cancers as the fourth house rules home and memory. They appreciate family history and communal activities. This house placement also gives them a really good memory, which, wait, yes, which may make them emotional at times. This heart, this sign wears this heart on their sleeve, which is okay by them. The symbol of cancer is the crab. And just like this shelled creature, cancers are quick to retreat if their mood pushes it. This may make them seem moody to others as they keep their emotions inside of difficulty sharing their true feelings. The best way to get cancers is to come out of their shelves to give them time. I am like resonating with some and uh, not in others. Really good memory. Yes. Appreciate family history at this point. No. Um, communal activities, I like, I guess. The heart on the sleeve thing is a thousand percent me. Um, I don't have difficulty sharing my feelings most of the time. I can sometimes, um, but most of the time I'm really good at it. Um, yeah. As the cardinal quality is attached to the sign, cancers are usually the first to laugh and the first to cry. Whole mood. Likewise, the shell of the crab isn't the only tough things about cancers. They are strong-willed, tenacious to get their own way, period. If kindness doesn't work, they may resort to manipulation to get what they want. No, no, definitely not that. Um, if neither, or at least I like to think not. If neither works, they may retreat and sulk, but their ultimate goal is just to protect their home and loved ones. The home thing is interesting to me. Now, I like creating a warm, welcoming home space. I love coming home to my house, apartment, whatever. It's serene. I love it. It's peaceful. It's very me. But I don't know how I feel about like the home thing in general. I'm very much an extrovert, which I don't know if it's saying that I'm not, but I just feel like I go out. I'm spontaneous. I do adventures like that, um, which once we get to Scorpio, maybe that's what it'll say. Um, da -da 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 -da. Being ruled by the moon, the quote unquote, great mother of the heavens in old times. This gives cancers their maternal instincts. This may come as overprotective, but that's just the way of the crab. The moon also rules emotions. 
So cancers have plenty of moods. I agree with both. As water is cancer's element, emotions may be quite a splash, just like waves in the ocean. They can cry a river if so inclined and typically are. And then I can I can read more if I would like, but we're going to keep going. The moon rules. So this is my moon in Scorpio. The moon rules the mood and emotions. The placement of the moon in your chart depends. I can't speak today. I'm sorry, y'all. I haven't like read this much information in so long to people in general. Determines your inner self. It shapes your soul and what you need to feel emotionally secure. It controls what goes on below the surface of your personality. The moon sign may influence how strongly your sun sign is expressed, which is why people with the same zodiac sun sign may behave differently. Wait, didn't it say I do, right? Because Scorpio and Cancer are in the same sign. Oh, shit. Look it up. Um... The inner motions of a Scorpio moon are, to say at least, intense. This is a dark position of the moon. These people burn with deep passion and desire. This is entirely me. Their emotions usually go to extreme highs and lows, almost consuming them. This, yep, this gives Scorpio moons a deep understanding of human emotions, making them have an almost uncanny sense for the moods of people around them. They have an inner need for transformation, both with others and within themselves. This is reading me. And this is why I wanted to do this because I wanted to, I felt like I wanted to be read today and I am being read. The fact that like, this is a thousand percent me, like for anybody that genuinely knows me, they're going to be like, what the fuck? Like this makes so much more sense. And now I'm like getting more of a sense of self again. It's fun to entertain. And like, it is true. Like, regardless of if you believe it or not, like some things on this are going to be accurate. You know, but this is very like if like, again, like if somebody knew me, they know that this is true. I have like I love change. I'm obsessed with change. I love change in other people and myself and that inner need for transformation to always be better the next day or the next moment for me is so important. And I don't want anybody to be left behind. So I push others to do the things that they don't feel that they can do within themselves And I used to say that at Disney all the time, you know, there were a lot of people there for a long time. And I was like, this can't be your full time forever. Like, don't you want to do something else, you know, like, and like, if you like Disney, whatever, but like, I was at Disney, I used to be like, you know, asking everyone what they wanted to do. And I had a lot of people say what they wanted to do. And sometimes it was in passing, but then they sometimes grow to love that job so much that they kept the job. And I was like, what happened to you wanting to be a broadcaster? What happened to you wanting to do Broadway? What happened? These things are achievable. And like, I don't want you to get stuck behind either. So like, this is like, ah, I'm obsessed with it. The dark intensity of the sign might not be apparent on the surface. However, Scorpio moons tend to hold their feelings rather than outwardly express them because they know that not everyone can handle their intensity. That's interesting. I find that very interesting. Again, for me, I feel like it very much depends on the person, but I do feel like that sometimes. I do feel like I have to hold in, not my emotions necessarily, but the intensity of how I emote them um, for sure. As Scorpio is ruled by shadowy Pluto, these people tend to be very secretive and it may be hard for them to express their feelings in words. In order to truly open up to someone, a Scorpio moon must have a very strong sense of trust with the other person. That's what I say. It depends on the person. Hey, this can take a very long time, but once it happens, the Scorpio moon will be extremely loyal and honest. If that trust is ever broken, however, the Scorpio moon may never forgive the person. 
Hey family, how you doing? Um, as a big sign, Scorpio moons are individuals that hold on tightly to the few people they let into their inner circle, period. Shout out to my best friend, Irina. I love you, bitch. They know how to really connect with others on an emotional level and truly need these strong connections in order to feel emotionally secure. Scorpio moons ultimately need people who can explore the depths of life with them, helping them uncover truths about themselves. This, all of that. Truth is very important to this sign as Scorpio moons prefer to confront things as they really are. I am very much doing that, but I'm also a, um, oh, what are they, an optimist, like for sure. In relationship, a Scorpio moon needs someone who is extremely loyal and honest, period. This sign is known to take relationships very seriously. Never been in one, but I would, period. As they give lots of attention and affection once they commit to a person. Oh, my God. The mysteriousness of Scorpio gives them strong sexual energy. But they need a partner that's still a person they attractive. Oh, my God. This is what I wanted this afternoon. Yes, ma'am. Oh, my God. I wanted to be red. Uh, I'm actually kind of scared to look at my Gemini rising. Again, no offense to Geminis, but what the fuck? Um, here we go. Look how small it is. If you guys are watching it, um, they're like little drop-down menus with cards. The moon in Scorpio is like gigantic, and the fucking Gemini rising is small as hell. The rising sign or ascendant is the zodiac sign that was rising eastern of the horizon when a person was born. The ascendant is known as the mask one wears when meeting new people. Mm, shout out to the pandemic. Um, it takes in both appearance and personality, which is why some may identify with their ascendant more than they do with their sun sign. Wait, which is why some might have did it. Definitely not. The rising sign represents the first personality traits people exhibit naturally or in uncomfortable situations. Interesting. Okay, bring it to me. People with Gemini rising tend to be friendly, communicative, flexible, indecisive, unsure, liking to do two or more things at once, witty, clever, very active mentally, high, strong, temperamental, nervous, or anxious, talkative, superficial, and always ready for something different. Jesus. That was a lot. Okay. I agree with everything except for I can be indecisive at times, but very rarely, um, very rarely am I unsure. Um, I guess in more long-term sense, no. In more short-term sense, yes. Like if I'm like, do I want McDonald's or Arby's? Sometimes I'll just fucking come home and eat. You know what I mean? Um, Superficial is the other one that I'm like, eh. I'm very, I can be very high strung. This is interesting. There may be two distinct sides to you as a Gemini. Sorry, as Gemini represents the twins. You have a strong need to communicate what you already know and to learn more. That, yes. You enjoy reading and traveling as both they give plenty of scope for picking up new knowledge. Agreed reading, I don't do as much as I'd like to, but it's definitely not in the sense of, I mean, I guess anything can gain new knowledge, but it's definitely more fiction than nonfiction. Um, so you need variety and can be the jack of all trades and the master of none. This you tend to go wide for breath, not depth. Um, that I'm not quite sure what that means. You may appear confident, but you can lack self-confidence and inner sureness. Again, sometimes it really depends. You love to talk both with your mouth as well as your hands. Bitch, I'm just Italian. Fucking calm the fuck down. Spiritual lesson to learn, control. 
Learn to control and not scatter energies and to prioritize. Mercury rules Gemini, so Mercury will be important in your chart. Okay, I like that it said that. Where's my Mercury? Um, oh, my Mercury is in Cancer. Okay, see, interesting. So like I said, like I have a lot of my Mercury's in Cancer. Okay. Well, we'll read Mercury in Cancer. Let's see. Mercury rules expression and communication. It tells us how we process information, how we think, and how we learn. It governs the way you prefer to communicate and whether you prefer small or big groups of people. Excuse that noise. It's my laundry going off. Your Mercury sign is Cancer. Cancer Mercury natives can be sensitive and withdrawn. They are quite thoughtful of others and their feelings. They may be shy or choose not to talk often. They can respond slowly, coming off as a deep thinker, which very well may be the case. They tend to meditate on problems and reflect on experiences. Wow, I really resonate with that. Mercury and Cancer people are excellent listeners and make decisions quicker than it seems. I'm going to cry. Like, I'm thinking about all the situations that I've been put in where things like this may specifically apply and wow like for sure um yeah i've been told a lot that i've been an excellent listener and i can make decisions fast like i don't wait um at least not as much as a lot of other people you know i should have thought about bringing a, a snack onto this podcast Knowing I was going to read a shit ton of stuff. Mm. Okay. They also have a great memory, especially if it has to do with emotions. Thousand percent. Any one of my family members who I don't talk to can tell you that. (laughs) They come off as intuitive, sentimental, and gentle individuals. I'd like to say the same. They may seem defensive at times as they can take things quite personally. I can see that a lot. At the same time, Cancer Mercury natives make others feel warm and safe. I've been told that a lot too. It may seem like they are hiding secrets even when they aren't, which can result in a bit of trouble for this sign. Thousand percent. Thousand percent. I'm actually very, this is interesting. Um, Okay. The planets represent energies and cosmic forces that can be utilized in various ways. They're like the actors in a play. Houses represent the different spheres of life where these energies can be and are brought to bear for better or for worse. If the planets are the actors in a play, then the house represents the various settings in which the actors play out their roles. So let's just see the first four. No, the first sun, moon, mercury. Oh, I guess my, okay. So I don't have my rising, my ascendant in a house. Okay. So, right? Is that how that works? Correct. Okay, sweet. Okay. I think my son, I don't know, just based on this chart with these next to each other, I don't know if it's just in two columns, but it sort of looks like my moon is house two and my sun is just my ascendant, but I don't know if that makes sense. House, sun is in house two. No, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. Okay. Let's read. My son, which is cancer, in second house. The second house represents our values. It reveals our relationship with the material world, how we attract money, possessions, and what we value. In terms of both tangible and intangible things, planet signs in this house affect finances and our feelings of self-worth. The sun rules personality, ego, self-esteem, leadership, and public recognition. People with the sun in the second house attract money easily. 
okay, love this energy. Um, it's also because I'm gay, but you know, sweet. Base a part of their self-esteem and identity on their possessions and personal beliefs. Will purchase things to make themselves feel better. Okay, now I'm being read too much. Calm down. Um, openly talk about their belongings and their views to others. It says, or even brag. I love that I skipped that part. That's funny. Um, I would say so, just because I feel like, well, mm, maybe not. Uh, mm, I don't feel like material things necessarily, but accomplishments for sure are prone to make extravagant purchases because they are concerned about what others think of their material status. I don't ever purchase anything because I think uh, like somebody else is going to say something. Um, so that one's not as true. Moon in sixth house, sixth house. So my moon's in Scorpio. The sixth house deals with house. Res- oh my God. Uh, Jesus. Health, responsibility, and routine. It shows how you care for yourself and others. Planets in this house affect your health habits, work, daily routine, skills, and discipline. The moon rules emotions, instincts, the home, maternal matters, and the past. People with the moon in the sixth house have an emotional need to be of service to other people. I can say probably yes to that. Feel comforted by daily routines. Uh, Not necessarily not really may worry too much little bit are very considerate nurturing in the workplace thousand percent look for emotional fulfillment in their career thousand percent can be a workaholic thousand percent are quite particular about their daily routines again eh. may experience fluctuations in the workplace this may have a weak stomach or problems with the digestive system right now just kidding um interesting okay now, my Mercury in second house. So my Mercury is also in Cancer. Um, the second house represents our values. It reveals our relationships with the material world, how we attract money, possessions, and what we value in terms of both tangible and intangible things. Planet signs in this house affect finances and our feelings of self-worth. Mercury rules communication and, oh my God, intellect, awareness, logic, possibilities, and information. People with Mercury in the second house easily attract money through their intelligence and communication skills. So it's getting a little bit more specific here. Approach financial decisions in a rational way. Whole ass mood. Whole ass mood. Have a flexible belief system. They adapt to their surroundings. Yes. Often, well, belief system. I do adapt to my surroundings, but girl, I got a pretty strong belief system. Often come up with the innovative ideas for making money. The bitch, thousand percent. Maybe inclined to make money in fields relating to technology, communications, or writing. You know what? <laughs> I'm being read like crazy. As the planets represent energies and cosmic forces that manifest in different ways, then the planetary aspects show how these energies and forces tend to act and react one with the other. If the will of the person is not brought into play to change them. Interesting. Sun harmonizing with moon. Let's read a, I just want to read the Sun Harmonizing with Moon because I think that's what I'm very interested in. I want to know how my Cancer interacts with my Scorpio. Um, and then, well, Sun blending with, no, is there one with Rising? No? Interesting. Okay. You are a creative person who can best satisfy your own personal goals by having the support of your family and others, which enables you to act with confidence. 
You have the ability to satisfy both your need to be an individual and your need to interrelate with others. You are independent, self-reliant, and content with yourself. Your willpower has been used in previous lifetimes to bring your emotions into harmony. This then attracts to your general success in life, good home surroundings, faithful friends, esteem the community, fair financial conditions, and genuinely good health. You can rise in life through your own innate ability, which either gains for you the recognition of people in positions to help you, or which impels you to find your own niche and make it happen for yourself. The objective and subjective sides in your nature are in harmony and work well together. This brings peace and contentment amongst the various trials in life. Wow. I'm in love with this. I'm in love with myself. I actually am obsessed with my big three. This is kind of incredible. Um, let's see. So this is like a, okay, so I can keep going. Like I said, if you guys see anything of interest that you think I should know, um, for sure, let me know. I'm coming back up here at the moment so you guys can maybe stop and look and, and let me know to expand aspect work. Oh, um, but those are the ones I think are interesting. I want to go to the other charts. I want to see if they say anything and then we'll get into like really stupid, fun, entertaining stuff as well. Um, not stupid. That's a wrong word. Okay. First house ascendant, ascendance in Gemini. Here we go. Gemini is associated with curiosity and interest in how things work. Versatility and adaptability are your advantages. But these traits can lead to a fragmentation of interest. These people can do everything, but they do not excel in anything. They do not like to choose only one thing if they have more options. Their mission is to disseminate, uh, disse disseminate information. If the horoscope has a water or earth character, then this person needs to develop and that Oh my God. Analytical and objective thinking. I went to college. If it is of airy and fiery nature, then the mind is very restless. You understand everything very quickly, but only by the head, body, and emotions remain untouched. I could read more, but we've kind of already dipped into that a little bit. I do think that this is very also true. The only choosing one thing is not my move. I choose very, you know me, I'm very creative. I have a lot of outlets. The ruler of the ascendant, Mercury. These people tend to be mentally active. They often think about their behavior and try to find explanation for it. These people never do what they want. They let other people tell them what to do and it upsets them. They function as a connector or mediator. They act through spoken or written words. The last two sentences is yes. These people never do what they want. That is not true. Um, the ruler of the ascendant Mercury and Cancer, these people act insistently and their behavior is influenced by their environment. I would agree. I would agree with that. Um, the ruler of the ascendant Mercury in the second house, these people love money. They want to own and multiply their property or act by using words. You know, we ain't going to talk about it because if I talk about it, it won't happen. Um, okay. Was that it? Well, this says it kind of wants me to know this one. Maybe I might be done. Aspect tables, positions, dominance. So sun, moon, mercury, element. So my dominant is my dominant element is water, followed by air, which are 11 to 12. That's interesting. Earth is three and fire is one. Wow. What's the fire that I have? I don't know. Did I get rid of it? No. What's... What are the fire signs? Shoot. 
Hold on. I need to memorize some of this stuff. Where's the fire signs? People are screaming at me right now. How do you not know? I just don't know sometimes. Where is it? Am I going too fast? Hello? It was in this. Okay. I think it's in the second paragraph down. Da, 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 da. Right here? No. What is a fire? God. What the fuck? Fi- oh, fire. Leo. Says Leo. Well, I got that. Oh, it was the other one that I Googled. I'm so dumb. Aries Leo Sag. It's right there. Dumbass. What do I have? Aries Leo Sag. Oh, I have a Sag, a Tarius, and my Pluto. Interesting. I wonder if that's important. Um, five times water plus four times cardinal, four times fixed equals ambiguous signature sign. I don't know what that means. Um, da, 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 these are fun. Shape, custom graphics, birth charts. Um, I don't know. It's good to note that any mention may be insignificant. You should always remember the rule. Nothing should be evaluated separately. Things should have always be considered in a broader context. Interesting. Interesting, interesting, interesting. I do want to read this one because this one's already out. I don't know why this is the only other one on here. It's my 10th house. Career, prestige, and reputation. I believe in manifestation and things pop up when they're supposed to. So this is just interesting to me that this is the only other thing on this page. Like, why just my 10th house? Um, it's called Medium Coeli. I'm apologies if I say that wrong. C-O-E-L-I. Symbolizes social status, career, reputation, honors, fame, success, authoritative personality, and father. Like, I guess father figure. That's just what the 10th house represents. Or Medium Coeli. Um, Aquarius ruler is Uranus. 10th house is an Aquarius. People with Aquarius on the 10th house cusp are without prejudices, and they tend to be highly intelligent. These people want the truth, and they want the old traditions disrupted and new ways to replace them. Okay, Gen Z. They may work for some organization or have a career in arts, finance, or electrotechnology. This is insane. The ruler of the 10th house in the 10th house. Career of these people involved is rich social life. They're tireless workers aiming at absolute independence. At a mature age, they often become well-known. Wow. Whoa. I need a minute. This is very true. I mean, anyone that knows me also, like, again, I want to do social media full-time. Like, I do want my independence. Like, I don't want to work for anybody else unless it's, a show you know like you know acting or whatever or like you know like a show show like musical theater so like that's so crazy to me oh here's the rest of them but I don't know why that one needed to be at the top I don't know why they wanted me to see that specifically I just think that is very very interesting sweet so I pulled one more um just to see if you know again if anything else sticks out see cancer scorpio i actually haven't seen the signs for some of these like the ones that they put online not the like very distinct specific ones you know like the fucking crab like this is obviously clearly not a crab like i don't know what the actual i guess like basic signs uh look like 
So that's interesting to me. Okay, so my sun is in three. My moon is in five, six. Mercury's in house two. Interesting. Whoa, okay. Masculine four, feminine six, cardinal four, fixed four, mutable two, fire one, earth one, air three, water five. Interesting. I don't know what the, those mean. The masculine, feminine, cardinal, fixed, and mutable. Okay. Funny Davis shows the planetary experts in New York's chart. Interpretations of these factors are found below. The numbers listed under the column value serve as a relative rating system for each aspect and are determined based on the planets involved, the aspect type, and the orb of influence. Negative values suggest more stressful or challenging influences, while positive numbers show more flowing, easy energy. So what's my highest? 193? I think so. Yeah, what is it? It's my sun. No, wait. Planet Mercury. Wait. Planet Sun. Aspect conjunction. Mercury. So in conjunction with Mercury, my value is 193. So are we saying... I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. That's interesting to me, though. Okay. Interesting. The sun is in Cancer. Yeah, Cancer is a very sensitive sign. Yielding and soft, touching and direct. They are also very dependable, caring souls. Short description. Here we go. He weighs words carefully and can be tenacious, a common, discreet nature, tender, thoughtful, sensitive, and impressionable. Possible issues, he is humble, timid, changeable, indecisive, lazy, or oversensitive. Easily influenced by the family and sometimes manipulative. No, I'm like the generational curse breaker of my family. So interesting to hear that. Oh, here we go. 193 conjunction between the sun and Mercury. Because your ego and your mind are usually on the same page, you possess much mental energy. You are always in a position to think about what you want. And in many ways, this is an interruption of the will. You are highly intelligent with a great drive to communicate with others. You invest a lot of pride in your intellectual capacities. You may not always listen as well as you speak. However, you might be too busy thinking about what to say next, but you are very curious. And although you enjoy expressing yourself, you usually don't dominate conversations completely. As far as studying or learning goes, you're better off reading material than listening to a teacher. Period. These traits come from a strong need to take an active role in communication that is very hard for you to passively listen and absorb information. Disagree. Your opinions are usually strong and you are an independent thinker. Agreed. You tend to be proud of your opinions and thoughts. Agreed. It might easily get a bruised ego if you're not heard. If your opinions are pushed aside or ignored or if your opinions are criticized. You are at you are expressive and possibly a very animated speaker. You are also very witty and enjoy others and others enjoy your playful and sometimes mischievous sense of humor. I love that. I love that. Okay. So now I want to go to Google and we're just going to Google some fun stuff. We'll just look up um, fun facts about cancer in sun. 13 fun facts you need to know about the cancer zodiac sign. Cancer's phrase is, I feel, I feel you. A cancer is a family-oriented individual. Cancers need partners who understand them as much as possible because of their emotional and gentle nature. 
Cancer's birthstones are the ruby, moonstone, and pearl, which I love rubies. Red's my color. Cancers understand the significance and superficial and significant and make little time. It's not a full sentence. Cancers understand the superficial and significant and make little time for the former. So being honest and having candor is integral to working with or loving a cancer. Money's role with cancers tend to be exaggerated. Many cancers are all about making money, flauntingly or frugally. They place great importance, importance on accumulating wealth. Cancers' lucky numbers are four and six. Interesting. Feeling safe is important for cancers. If you want to eat one around, provide something that makes them comfortable and safe. They will appreciate your appeal to their emotional side and will love you for it. Cancer's opposite is Capricorn. The polarity of Cancer and Capricorn makes for stable extended relationships, respectfully bringing emotion and reason to the relationship. Initiative is always an issue of emotion for a Cancer. Without emotion, they can be limp and lazy, whether in work, life, or love, Cancers must be surrounded into effort by passion. I would somewhat agree. Celebrities with Cancer Zodiac include Selena Gomez, Giselle Bunkin, Princess Diana, Tom Hanks, Tom Cruise, and Robin Williams, just to mention a few. When are Capricorns born? I don't know what month Capricorns are. December 22nd through January 19th. A Christmas baby. Are you guys, I'm obsessed with Christmas. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. So let's do who are most compatible with cancers. Hello, magazine. Which star signs are compatible with each other and which are not? Which signs are less compatible? Air. Hello? No, okay. Air drives water crazy with a refusal to say how they feel, and air feels water is oversensitive. Air dislikes the rules that come with the earth signs. Meanwhile, earth is ruffled by air. So fire with fire with water. Wait, what am I? Am I air? God damn it. Did I get rid of it? I fucked up already. Shit. <laughs> That's not what these signs are, is it? I fucked up. I fucked up. I fucked up. I got rid of the one that I needed to know. Uh, okay. So compatibility by stars on. Here we go. Cancer. Cancer is a water sign, but therefore compatible with other. Oh, it's a water sign. I knew that. I fucking knew that, you guys. Chill. Therefore compatible with other water signs. Scorpio and Pisces. See, you guys, I'm going to marry a Scorpio one day. I just fucking know it. Like, again, like, it's fun to entertain, and I know, like, it's not going to weigh me down if some fucking Gemini comes into my life and I marry a Gemini. But I just have a strong feeling that a bitch is going to marry a Scorpio. I'm just, just putting it out there. Just putting it out there. Um, cancer's not. Wait, okay. With the water signs, the element of romance is very strong, and this couple will intuitively understand each other. If I was, dude, if I marry, a, oh, we're going to be the best power couple ever. Oh, my God. Me and a Scorpio. Jesus. They base for our sex. Ah, give it to me now. Um, oh, no. They base. Hold on. Oh, where am I at? The base 
sorry, they base relationships on looking after each other and developing a really strong emotional connection. They like to share how they feel and create memories together, period. Cancer is also compatible with earth signs, Taurus, Virgo, Capricorn. Cancer is not compatible with air signs, Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius. And fire signs, Aries, Leo, Sagittarius. Um, interesting. Aries, Leo. Yeah, no, not an Aries. Fuck that. Aries, Leo, Sagittarius. Gemini, Libra, Aquarius. Interesting. Scorpio and Pisces. So, oh, I'm compatible with Tauruses, Virgos. See? Virgo. Virgos are my bitch. I love Virgos. Taurus, Virgo, Capricorn, Scorpio, Pisces. And then other Cancers as well. I've met a lot of Cancers recently. So I want to know... like compatibility with i want to know more specifics um specific compatibility i didn't spell that right at all i don't really care here we go thank you oh my god i'm so excited get out of your cosmopolitan okay which star signs Ew, which star signs is Cancer most compatible with? Oh, that's okay. Is it is it are which star signs are Cancer most compatible with romantic? No, I'm done. Cancerians are the bad and dangerous to know sign of the zodiac. So obviously, they're incredibly characteristic and attractive people. You know what? I ain't gonna say shit. Ruled by the moon, they are mysterious, secretive, psychic, imaginative, and M O O. They spell it out. M O O D Y Moody. Walk in a room and they're all smiles, nip out to fetch a biscuit and return to find them snarling. You just never know. Can Syrians are sexy and sex obsessed? You know what? We ain't gonna talk about it. We ain't gonna talk about it. Don't read me. I like sex. There's nothing wrong with that. Charming, funny, wise, and loyal. I'm fucking crying. They love and protect their nearest and dearest with the vigor of a she-dragon. That said, they expect a fair bit in return. Cancerians need attention, a lot of it. They enjoy sympathy and compassion and will go to great lengths to make sure they get their quota of pity and TLC. They are so hypersensitive and overanalytical that little itty-bitty things that can turn into drums of epic and catastrophic proportions rapidly. Oh, things can turn into drums of epic and catastrophic proportions rapidly. Okay. These are the star signs that they're most compatible with. Cancer compatibility with other star signs. So when it comes to compatibility, Cancerians get on best with other Cancerians. Someone said it'll be one big old soap opera. Pisces and Scorpio, fellow water signs, which means the relationships are incredibly intense, spiritual and emotional. Oh my God, give me a Scorpio yesterday, please. Capricorn, their opposite sign and a stoic, resilient match for their OTT antics. How to know when a cancer is into you. You'll know they're into you if you catch them stealing glances at you from afar or blushing when you speak to them. Drawing the Cancerian crab out of their shell can take graft though a nifty trick is to start talking a lot to someone else in their eye line watch them scuttle over and find a way to get your attention 
because they can't bear to let you get snapped up by someone else. I can't tell you the times that I've been in this situation before. Uh -huh. Bitch. Also, I'm coming for my gym husband. Uh, how to win a cancer's heart. Cancerians are very sensitive around their chest, breast area. Okay. Aren't we all? So linger longer here with kisses and caresses. I mean, I like when it's sucked on. Okay. The sign of the crab loves the water. Sh showery floor. Whoa, 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 Showery foreplay, bath bonks, and oceanic orgasms are all highly welcome. I ain't saying they're not. I love a good ass bath. But what the fuck? What? Look out for the full moon, too. They go a little funny around this time. Okay. Big jet. Was there a full moon last night? Tay. Big gestures, surprises, presents, and treats are welcome. Um, go check out my love language podcast. Uh, gifts is actually my last one. Not that I don't love surprises and presents. I do love them. Don't get me wrong. But gifts was I, uh, my last one on the list. Uh, oysters and champagne in the moonlight will have you firmly placed as number one. Don't love oysters. Champagne I've never tried. But I'm open to this idea of a picnic at night. Yes, please. Your undying absolute overt public loyalty and sympathy. Stick up for them in front of other people. Watch then go goo-goo-eyed over you. Okay, well, don't, don't give all my secrets away, Cosmopolitan. Cosmopolitan, I see you. I see you. Um, I want to do like another one. Uh, ooh. Sex compatibility. With cancers. That's not how you spell cancers. Here we go. Give me the goods. Give me the good good. Who shall I be having sex with? Looking to stars. Here we go. Thoughtful, pragmatic. Wait. Is this? No, wait. Highly emotional, the compassionate cancerian craves closeness through sensual, tongue kissing, and oral sex. Keen on sharing. <laughs> I'm going to do a podcast where I just read like Wattpad shit. Keen on sharing sweat, saliva, touch, and eye contact. Their imaginative, imaginative nature means that they are generally also quite sexually explorative. Bitch. Explorative. Did I say that right? And liberal. This is all true. This is all true. Also, I'm not ashamed of sex. I love sex talk. So, like, don't, I'm not being like, ew, gross, but I'm just like, it's really fucking funny to me. Sharing sweat. Ugh. Sexual compatibility for a partner who similarly craves stimulation of the senses. A Taurus is a fantastic match for a Cancerian. However, for the ultimate sexual connection, Cancerians should also consider a thoughtful and patient Capricorn, both highly valuing the importance of emotional connection. Something to try. Sex positions that require as much skin-to-skin -skin contact as possible are ideal for the ultra-sensitive Cancerian. I was having the good good at a certain point sometime recent. And I've had a couple actually in the past few months where I've told that this person that. 
And I'd like to like for the other person. Well, once I'm in a relationship, I think I'm going to be better. Cause like, I, I just like, that's when I'm really going to like get down and dirty. Cause I've never been in a relationship before. If you didn't know that. I don't love doggy. And it's funny that it says this because I like being able to see the person. I like being able to make that eye contact and I like being able to touch their body. Um, so I wonder if that's like partly why now again, it's just fun to entertain, but like, I also think it's like true. It's like very true. Like I get it. Like I get it. Like that's exactly how I feel. Like I need more skin to skin. Like I want to be able to touch you. Like I don't even fucking care if I'm blindfolded. Like I just want to like, Oh, I want to like caress. Oh, I want to caress you up and down. Like, ah. um, I want to do like one more article. These are fun. Um, okay. Wait, is this what it is? Here we go. It'll take a lot more than healing glances and sweet talking to get a cancer into bed. But once you do, you'll be treated to a sexual experience that's unlike any other. I ain't going to say shit. I don't reveal my secrets. Like a crab, cancers are tough on the outside, but soft and tender on the inside. Okay, pineapple. And since cancer is one of the sensitive signs in the zodiac, the sex is sure to be an emotional experience. Cancers use sex as a way to bond with their partner on a deeper level. And the three zodiac signs most sexually compatible with cancer have the best chance at seeing how transformative sex, transformative sex can really be. I'm trying to be dramatic. That's not working. Sensitive emotional cancer is all about the feels when it comes to sex, and you should have already built up some emotional connection with them. Intuitive astrologer Chelsea Jewell tells Bustle. The crab is known with the zodiac for being a nurturing caretaker who puts others' needs before their own. But with this water sign, once more than anything is to receive that same level of dedication, attention, and pampering in return. According to Jewell, cancers are most turned on by displays of affection. Cancers want to be shown on how much they are loved and truly appreciated. From whispering sweet nothings into their ear to cooking their favorite meal, ultimately turn, tuning into a cancer's emotions and providing exactly what they need without having them to ask is the best way to leave your, leave your them feeling satisfied and smitten, Jewel says. Not everyone can appreciate how giving cancers can be, nor do they give as much in return, but these three zodiac signs are destined to be cancer's sexual soulmates. Oh my God, here we go. Cancers, June 21st to July 22nd. No one does a better job of taking cancer of cancer. Of t- no one does a better job of taking care of cancers than another cancer. When two crabs meet, you can pretty much expect a total love fest filled with romantic gestures and sweet moments. In bed, the emotional connection between these two, and again, I got to bring it down. These two may at times outweigh the physical act of sex. With lots of eye-gazing, cuddling, words of affirmation, and exchanges centering around their dreams for the future, Jewel says. As long as both partners can find effective ways to deal with each other's moods, this sexual relationship can lead to a relationship full of steamy, yet heartwarming evenings. Scorpio, October 23rd through November 21st. See, I could marry a Halloween bitch. See, Halloween or Christmas, period. Okay, fuck it up. Expect a lot of depth and connection when these two water signs get it on. Both signs are highly intuitive and can instinctively know what touch, word, or gesture is going to get their partner off without a single word being used. Said, 
whatever, same thing. Both Cancer and Scorpio also tend to put up walls initially and enjoy getting to know each other until they lower their guard. Ugh. According to Joel, Scorpio will bring a burning intensive intensity to the bedroom to reassure Cancer of their deeper connection, allowing Cancer to come out of their shell fully. When these two have sex, they fully embody what it means to merge and melt together, not just physically, but on an incredibly deep and spiritual level as well, Joel says. Thanks, Joel. Capricorn, December 22nd through January 19th. Capricorn and Cancer are opposite signs, which means that there's already a natural draw to each other, according to Joel. Sex between these two often plays out as perfectly orchestrated tango. With Capricorn initiating Cancer fully receiving and reciprocating, often known as the mother and father archetypes in astrology, Cancer and Capricorn may prefer to keep things traditional in bedroom for quite a while, but it works for them, Joel says. They're not after a completely fiery, fi they're not after a completely fiery, passionate love affair that might risk burning out quickly. Instead, these two are often karmic soulmates who are in it for the long haul. When Cancer and Capricorn get together, they can reach new intimacy levels and form a deep bond of com companionship, companionship, companionship that will make them feel secure for years to come. I'm obsessed with this. I love this. I am so down to do a whole, uh, a whole other podcast on maybe some of my other planets, maybe why I don't compete with other signs rather than being drawn to them. I did not get into the like cancers are good kisser thing. Like I'd love to get into like funny specifics like that as well more. So if you guys want another astrology podcast, let me know. I'm obsessed with this. I would love to do this. I'd love to have, maybe I can get my best friend on and I can read her chart to her and see what she resonates with. Or if anyone else would like to join me on a podcast on astrology to explain maybe more of my chart or even would like me to read their chart just for fun and a deep, sexy voice. You let me know in the comments because I would love to do more of this. I love the, again, I love entertaining it. I do, like, a lot of this shit is true. Like, again, if you don't want to, if you don't believe it, that's up to you. But, like, you got to admit some of this shit spot on. Um, so thank you guys for watching. I hope you guys have a great morning evening afternoon if, wherever you are listening to this um i love y'all um and i will see you next time with yeah myself matthew silvers your host on the deeper conversations podcast is it still recording are we still recording is this still rolling oh no oh god oh it is hi okay goodbye <laughs>